Hi, and welcome to Concepts for Living. We consider it a privilege to come to you with more concepts for living in these times, concepts from God's Word. In fact, in this particular message, I'll be speaking about miracles, the dynamics of a miracle, the mechanics of a miracle. Stay tuned, and you're going to be blessed when you consider that Jesus is not finished with your miracle. better sit down. Look, let me say, uh, 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 what if, if, if no one else gets help from this word today, I want the person who has been expecting, anticipating, they have longed for, they have been there in the midst of their situation, and it doesn't look like anything is changing, and what I thought would be is not, and how I thought I feel, I'm not. And I'm, I'm, I'm just, I want to help somebody today. I want to help somebody to know that God is not finished. Will you please give him some time to work your situation out? I want somebody to get it today. You better get it for yourself. First, let me say that while there are numerous occasions of the healing of the blind in scriptures, particularly in the New Testament, I want to say that there is something rather extraordinary about this text. First of all, when you look at it, that most of the occasions when persons were healed of blindness, it was recorded by the synoptics, or Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And even on occasions, John. But John, look at he way over here. John had no time for nonsense and trying to appease the people. John just said, he broke it. Well, John just says, and he gave sight to the blind. But it, it, it's something extraordinary about this because uh, this is the only writer that records this account. Mark is the only one that talks about this man from Bethsaida. Be careful not to miss the message. The message is that God who ordains and purposes, God who has already planned your life out, is the God who will cause us to realize that when things look like they are over, you have to understand that they're really already finished. But so that you can catch up. And I can catch up in the midst of my human limitation because we're so stuck on seeing everything. Hmm? Driving in my car this week, meditating, and as I was going along, the Lord said to me very clearly, we tend to focus on the obvious. 
and never attempt to understand the mysterious. Listen, behind every upfront scene, there's a backstage. Hmm? There is the one, notice, the one who is really orchestrating the play, the one who is controlling the actors is not up front. He's behind the scenes somewhere, but he's calling the shots. I'm going to tell somebody this morning, no matter what the devil is telling you, God is calling the shots. In the drama of your life and my life, God's calling the shots. And he knows how the end will be. Are you with me? And so I want you to know the record of healings in the Gospels are incessant. Now, you know, uh, I'll just give you some reference passages. You may want to check it out. Look at St. Matthew chapter 9, verse 27 through 31. And St. Matthew chapter 20. Verse 29 to 34, and St. Mark chapter 10, they'll be all available to you by tape or CD. St. Mark chapter 10, verse 46 to 52, St. Luke 18, 35 to 43, St. Luke or St. John 9, 1 to 41, and Mark chapter 8. Now listen. All of these occasions reveal the passion and the very intense desire to receive sight. Our sight is what we most of the time take for granted. We look at whatever we want for as long as we want. But now we've got the option that if we don't want to look at it anymore, we just push the button. And the scene changes. I'm saying our sight. I want you to notice that this man not only had no sight, but this man never really requested healing. He has no sight, but he has come to a place in life where he has accepted the fact I'm blind and that's it. But notice that at a point where he thought that was all to it, he's about to discover that God's going to give him what he never even longed for. And that is the healing of his eyes. Something else to note. Note that this particular account is different to all the other accounts of the healing of the blind. In all of the others, they were instantaneous. One time Jesus said, oh, come on, come here. Mix up a little pace with his spit and put it. Now go wash. The man came to see. But here is not immediate. 
Don't be confused with your timing. Because the fact that it was not immediate doesn't mean it's not going to happen. We live in a microwave world where everything's got to be quick, sharp, and grab out you. But wait, some things, the best things, take time. Help me, Holy Ghost. And God is so awesome that he'll do anything to bring his word to pass. He told me to release this word today. He says, but in the end, I want you to note that my word is already working. Somebody is coming with a receptive heart and mind and spirit. They're going to get it. They're going to get it today. They're going to understand today that what it looked was to be finished is really still in process. So they can get a fresh grip. So they can start praising like they know what the end's going to be. So I'm releasing this word today. God's not finished with your miracle. Well, the three points of this message, the design, the delay, and the delivery. Stay tuned. You're going to be challenged to realize that God is still working on your miracle, and he's putting finishing touches on it. What a design. From the house of the hunt, he receives somebody. It was the place where you never expected anything good to come out of. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Now watch this, watch this. So here comes the visitation. The visitation comes in a different way this time. It's not where he's coming to appeal to you. He's getting ready now to bring your city to the place where what he's wanted all the while, it will be yielded. See, you got to get revelation here, people. The yielding means that what the city held back and would not release to God. Now, God is going to work a work through those people so that the very people who don't want him He's going to touch them and cause them to bring you to him. Because this man did not seek Jesus. The word says to me that he was brought to Jesus by the people of the town. Oh God. The same people who didn't want him is now bringing somebody to him. When Jesus gets ready to move in your life, he will even make devils and demons serve you. He will even cause people who have no heart after God to seek after him. Just because something came out of your mouth, you may say, what did I say? Yeah, you said it because he controls your tongue. He can make you say what he wants. He can make a donkey talk. And if the donkey don't talk, he can get rocks to cry out. That's the kind of God we serve. He can do anything but fail. God will do anything to give you a miracle. And so now notice with me that this, this, this man who never sought 
the city who never wanted to disturb. He was blind. That was it. He was in the city. But, but, but something happens. What happens is that these men now bring him to Jesus. Can I get a, a dozen people to believe this with me? That God is so awesome that what he will do, watch this now, is that he will go to people who don't go to church and move on their mind and heart to help them to do for you what you ought to do for him. Got it? So what happens is that the Spirit of God now moves in the midst, because he's always operating, okay? He's moving in the midst on the hearts of these people. Let's say they wanted to expose Jesus. Let's make him fall flat on his face. That's still all right, because God is now in control to get them to get out of that city what he wants from it. Got it? You got to stay with me now, Revelation. So what, what's happening now is that as they are being used, they don't, may not even know they're being used. But they're being used to take you by the hand and to bring you out right into the presence of Jesus. You got this? And then Jesus takes the man by the hand and takes him out of the city. And now he has him over here, excluded from the city, excluded from faithlessness, complaints, hellish behavior, sin and vice. He now gets brought out of that by Jesus. He took him by the hand and he brings him outside of the city. You want to know why you're feeling so low? You want to know why nobody wants to hang around you? You know why folks are putting you down? It's because you don't belong there. He's trying to get you out of there. Because he can't deal with you over here with all this mess. With all this unbelief. With all this doubt and fear. He can't deal. So he takes you by the hand. And he pulls you out. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. And the Bible is clear on it. That he was brought to Jesus by those of the city. Tell somebody I don't care who he has to use, how he has to use them, as long as I get positioned for my miracle. Oh, yeah. It may sound selfish and self-opinionated. It may sound like you're stuck on yourself. And no, it's just that I have to get what you can't give me. And if he has to use you to get it to me, I say, let it be so. Some people don't know that they have been praise regulators when they were really trying to destroy your spirit. 
but they didn't know they were praise regulators. In other words, they didn't know they was turning the dial up. They didn't know they was turning the dial up because when the enemy would have me to shut up and then here come the Holy Ghost and it turns the dial up. My praise, my praise, my praise before this happened was here. But now in the midst of it, my praise. I said my praise. The more he acts up my praise, as long as it takes my praise. Oh, Jesus, help me here. Here's the direction. Get your direction. Stop talking to every Tom, Dick, and Harry. Get in position to follow direction. So that more than anything else, all of this happened to me just so he could send me to town and put me in the showcase so everybody coming by is not, it's not my stuff, but I'm dressed in it. There are some things I can't do for everybody, but I'm just there. And people coming by looking at me, and they like what they see, and they want to be like me. Because I'm like him. And they don't know that if they get like me, they're going to be like him. So they may as well decide to be like him. <laughs> Tell somebody, God finishes what he starts. Well, we consider the privilege to have brought you this message. Have you considered God has one more touch for you. He has one more finishing touch on your miracle. So until next time, when we will come to you with more concepts for living, may God bless you and yours. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.